And I appreciate Coach Huffman because um, I feel like he's taught me a lot of lessons as far as that. You know, he made me earn every single rep that I've gotten mm-hmm. um, over my time at Bellevue West. You know, I came in as a freshman, played JV, got a few, you know, cleanup time minutes um, towards the end of some of the games. And then sophomore year, you know, very last week of freshman year, got two offers. And obviously that kind of builds some hype coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Coach Huffman, you know, he's had enough guys. He don't care about offers. You, know, no, you got to come in and earn for it. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and ended up rotating the first couple of games with Luke Johansson, who's, yeah. who's a dude. Um, and then ended up, he ended up, you know, fully winning the winning the job the rest of the year. Um, that ended up losing losing in the playoffs to, to Westside. And then so the year after that, I knew, um, you know, it was going to be my year. Um, you know, there weren't any other guys in the, in the QB room because Luke was leaving. So mm-hmm. I think – and especially if you turn on the tape, you can just see, you know, the work that I put in over the off season as far as just getting bigger, faster, stronger, um, developing really every avenue of my game. But, yeah. but like I said, you know, it, it taught me a lot of lessons of, you know, being patient, but also like I have to earn everything. Um, you know, nothing's just going to be given to me, especially, right. you know, the higher levels of football right. that I play. All right, welcome to the Let It Fly show. I am Michael Severe. He is, of course, Central Eagle and Creighton Blue Jay Josh Jones, the legend, three-time state champion. Hey, you know what, man? I appreciate. I, I know, that. I know, I know, I know a secret uh, that there's a big story spotlight story coming up that's going to be done on Josh coming up soon, and so you'll even see how big of a star he is very soon. Um, welcome, of course, to what's going to be in the Let It Fly Sports Bar, the podcast. There, we know about the studio there, all the TVs, but I remind you to go to the website. Keep checking in. June 16th is opening day, yep. not just for that big tournament happening downtown, but also for the sports bar. Yeah. Go down there. Go onto the website, letitflysportsbar.com. You can get a $100 gift certificate. We'll give you $125, an extra $25 on there as well. So you can buy all the great food. You can get that 800-degree oven, get you some pizza, yeah. all kind of stuff. You know we got we got a bet. Remember if we oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. forget about wait, our wait, bet. Wait, wait, wait. I you, was trying to think about that. So yeah. the bet is you're saying that Nebraska is going to go 0-2. I said Nebraska going to go 0-2. Going hey, to Minnesota, going to Colorado. Exactly. I said at least one, one and one. one. Yes. I know. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Steak, steak dinner. We're going to keep that or, going until it happens. wings or whatever that yeah. is. <laughs> I also want to remind you about Omaha Steaks. Do a great job since 1917. Providing food to restaurants all across the metro area and across the country as well. We got a good show for you. Yep. Loaded show. Um, in terms of mom and son, probably the greatest duo ever in Nebraska, in Nebraska history. history. Jalen Lloyd, who is I can say that triple jump holder, record holder. He is long jump record holder, and his mom Dahlia, who was Dahlia Ingram in Nebraska, right. nine time All American. There, we're going to be joined by them as well to talk about Jaden handing Jalen handing on to uh, going to Nebraska <laughs> to play football and track, yep. and about Dahlia's career as well. But that's um that's always cool. Yeah, you know. I mean, could you imagine if your mom was a better athlete than you? I was thinking about that, man. <laughs> Why, you know, uh, like, man, like his yep. mom is like all-time great. All-time great. You know? Yep. I mean, yep. it is kind of cool just to have like, you know, be braggadocious about, hey, you know, my mom is, yeah. you know, my mom is Cheryl Swoops. Well, you know? my, my mama, I'll jump you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's that's tight. That's tight. Plus, she was the uh, the director at Child Savings, too, when my kids were gone. Wow. Too, so yeah. Nora, she I think she's back. doing stuff with Epic for girls now, That too. is awesome. That yeah, is cool. Yeah, sure. That is really it's cool. It's not enough light shown upon the girls in the inner city. No doubt. So, no I, doubt. I, I can't wait to talk to them. And our other guest is going to be Daniel Kalen, uh, the quarterback, Bellevue West, who, of course, decommitted from Missouri. We're taping on a Tuesday. It was last week. Didn't Last week, where he decommitted, and then the next day yeah. decided Nebraska would be his place. Of course, after Dylan Riola picked Georgia, you know that's one of those situations where it must be hard yeah. to call a school that wanted you, 
that you committed to that's probably done everything they could yeah. to keep you, and you got to tell them, hey, home, I ain't never coming home. But the other side of that is they recruited him heavily. They did. I mean, yeah. every day persistently, they, it seemed like. I mean, every time I read a blog about it, it was like Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine the the phone call and who was around him on his side, his parents or whoever, just sure. to call coach. And but I respect, though. He probably dream school. He did know? it himself. Yep. So you got to give it to him. No doubt, of course. And then he'll also be, I hope, pushing Davon Hall and Isaiah McMorris to, to join him in Nebraska. Exactly. Both those guys, of course, are going to have big senior years Especially McMorris. Yeah, that kid's a good – he's – you know, he's – I think he might already be 19. I he's, think so. He's – because, yeah, you know, so. you got Jalen so. Lloyd, who we'll talk to earlier, just turned 17. Right. And I think – yeah. That McMorris will either is 19 or will be turning yeah, but it, 19. But it's two new things. It really wasn't talked about as much like kind of in the last decades, but the reclassification of kids. Yeah. Uh, a lot um, nowadays is more so for uh, school competition. So Yeah, and he moved around too. He yeah. went from one school to another. Here's what um, Keelan said to 24-7 Sports when he changed. He goes, I envisioned myself playing in a Nebraska uniform and walking out the tunnel at Memorial Stadium since I moved to Nebraska when I was eight. Growing up in Nebraska, you can't escape Husker football. The fan base is incredible. They always show support. Whether you're winning or losing games, I think Husker football is unlike any other program. That's all facts. That's why he made the decision. 6'3", 205. He had over 3,100 yards passing, 36 touchdowns. He is the number 24th ranked quarterback in the country. And we will chat with him, of course. Can't wait, Coming up. Now, it looks like, again, this is Tuesday. So Miami hasn't closed out the Celtics yet, but they're up 3-0, and no one's ever come back from 3-0 in basketball. It's not about to be two sweeps, bro. So if it may be, it may not be, but it looks like we're going to have the Heat yeah. and we're going to have the, 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 uh, the nuggets, nuggets in the finals. Now, yeah. most people did not predict that combination coming right. into the playoffs. You had eight seed, yeah. and then you had a Nuggets team that a lot of people looked at and said, well, maybe Golden State will win it. Right. Maybe the Lakers will win it. I was the Golden State guy. There's a lot of people like that. Your, your feel, if that's the two teams we have in the finals? Uh, my feel is prior lo- lower ratings. You know, oh yeah, definitely. I, smaller lower markets. rating, smaller market teams. Yeah. Well, smaller market Denver. You know, Miami. Hey, Miami's not a huge market. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It is. It's just not a but, big TV. But LeBron market. went there and turned them up. Sure. You know, so yep. people going yep. uh, have the nostalgia from that. Sure. But for me, I think um, you know, I, I'll say this about it before I shine the light on it. I I was talking about uh, Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. and um, I said the Joker, and my wife was like, the who? Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, you don't know about the Joker, right? Right. You know, and I had to do nationally. It's like that. No, but fun fact, from, nationally, this could be wrong. You know, mm-hmm. Google a fact check. I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna ask um, Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Mike Miller who gave him the name, the Joker. That's what I heard. That's you know? what I heard. Yep. So, yep. Uh, yep. but yep. but anyway, um, yep. I mean, Joker, the best player in the league. You said it. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. He's the best player. Um, I mean, sweeping the Lakers is almost like it's like. It's like you expect it, but you don't expect it because they got LeBron James. Sure. You know, uh, but the way Jokic has been playing, like a, a walking triple-double and all that type of stuff, um, I think it's their year. The biggest thing is, is that he makes everybody who plays on the court with him better. Yeah. We say that all the time as a routine, but just look at some of the guys' careers before they got with him. Right. And how they've gotten better. I consider him a him. point center, bro. He is. I mean, he is. He's a point center. My God. He Here's what uh, LeBron said after this week. Now, he got 40 in game four, but they still lost. Right. He said, we'll see what happens going forward. I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about. To be honest, I got a lot to think about. Just personally, with me moving forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. Now, that made people go, is he going to retire? Oh, he's not going nah. 
anywhere. Nah. He, I, I give you three reasons why he's not retiring. Go ahead. One, he's got over $100 million still left on the contract. Oh, I, I know he's rich, <laughs> but he's not leaving he $100, million. $100 million on the table. He said multiple times yeah. he wants to play with his son, Bronny. That, yes. Bronny's going to be in college one, maybe two years. Right. That means one or two more years for LeBron for sure. Right. And the last one is, I'm not saying he's a narcissist. But he loves him some LeBron James. Yeah. Whenever he does go away, he's going to have, just like Kareem did, just like Kobe did, he's going to have that going away. retirement tour. Every city he goes to the last time, they're going to give him something. Big tribute. He wants that. Trust me. He wants that. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, mean, you're a legend. You're one of the greatest players of all time. You want it. So all three of those reasons is why he's not going anywhere. No, that's fact. Even though all those – Talking head shows can like speculate. <laughs> Homie's not going anywhere. Yeah, right. He's definitely not going out nah. swept. No. <laughs> that's not the last memory nah. he's having to play nah, basketball. No, no doubt. You know, so I, I, I agree. I mean, I, it's not even that the Lakers are old. I mean, LeBron James obviously is in his uh, 20th season and all. Yeah. But they're, they're, I just think they're, they're, um, I'm not going to say young. They're very inexperienced at those other positions. Two spots. D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Mm. Uh, oh, my God. He, he might have tricked this contract. I've never up. seen anybody. I don't think anybody's ever had a worse plus minus over the course of Man, a series. As he he, he's probably lost money. His plus, his plus minus yeah. is horrible. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Austin Reeves. He was balling. He played well. But How quick of a... This is not be, this is not me being racist. Yeah, but I was truly surprised by how quick his first step is. For sure, it's sudden. Yeah. He reminds me I'm old now. Pistol Pete. Yeah, that's who he looks like at yeah. times. He's now, got that yeah. kind of skill. I mean, I just I, I just think they just don't get they didn't have enough. And I mean, I I think about Charles Barkley always calling AD street clothes. I know, I you know? know, I know. I mean, they just have. I mean, and he's been healthy throughout the yeah. playoffs. I mean, it's not it's not AD. Right. I mean, he had 19 and 14 maybe yesterday or in that final game. He didn't play poorly. They need more guys. Yeah. They need, and I hope it's not Kyrie, but maybe it'll be Kyrie. But they got to add people. But is it more Denver or more? Lakers. I think Denver's just that good. I think so. And too. Joker's just that good. Yeah. And Murray's that good. I think so. Too. Porter's. Good. I mean, yeah. they got every even Gordon. Sure. At times, you're like, okay, there's a spot for him. Yeah. And he's better because yeah. of things that Joker does. I so. wish he can shoot. Yeah, but, and he can't shoot. But yeah. no, nah, I mean, yeah. they're gelling well, man. But and Miami, listen, yeah. I know people are gonna they're gonna have Miami as a big underdog in the series. <laughs> we talked about this last week. Yeah. Spolstra is a great coach. I told one you, one of the best ever in the last three years. Yeah. He's one of the top coaches. And when it's and when yeah. it's an underdog role. He's even better, and he's uh-huh. going to be an underdog role. And so, don't think to yourself just because Denver's played the way they have, and right. don't sleep on Miami's you see, you defense see, you, you and the way the, uh, Jimmy Butler plays. The uh, last game, the way but Jimmy Butler had to had, just had that run of buckets over and over. Yeah. The way that he was playing was Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant like. Oh yeah, he took over. There. It was aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. He was attacking, he was talking to. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. imagine having that mentality every game. Yeah. Every night, mm-hmm. both sides of the ball, yep. 20 years. Well, it's that heart. Yeah, that's what Michael yeah. Jordan looked yeah. like. Yeah, that's what. So, Jimmy Butler's been underestimated every step of his career. Right. From being in middle school to high school to being homeless to being in college yeah. to not respecting him to the draft. He's always had that. So, he's got yeah. a chip on his shoulder bigger than bigger than the Times Square. I right. mean, it's just, just huge. Who, so. who, who win it all? I, I'll i be cheering for Miami. For sure. Because I'll cheer for Jimmy Butler. Um, and I got. Um, I have no feeling towards Denver. Yeah. Like, and I just don't, but I would 
like to see Jimmy Butler win. But if Denver wins, it won't hurt my feelings. Yeah, uh, either team wouldn't yeah. hurt me. Yeah, yeah, I hope it goes long. I hope I it goes do, seven games. I do believe, though, it will be a very competitive, must-see TV series. Though, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good Despite of it being yeah. low. But I'm happy, though, for Denver, man, for the fact that I feel like it brings so much light besides to the, to the city. You know, I think it, it, it makes the – I don't think it waters down the NBA brand of basketball because no. Jokic is that good. Yep. And Jimmy Butler is that, is that good. good. No doubt. I'm kind of deciding who's going to be the face of 2K. An all-time great will win the series. For sure. That's what happened. All right, we come back. Jalen Lloyd and his mom, Dahlia, we'll chat with them next when we come back here on Let It Fly Show. All right, welcome back to Let It Fly Show. Special guest with us. Mom no, and no, no, son. No. Special, special guest. Oh, yeah, I would say mom and son special guest. Go. Perhaps the greatest mother-son <laughs> athletic combination in the history of Nebraska. Dahlia Lloyd yeah. joining us here <laughs> and her son Jalen Lloyd as well here on Let It Fly Show. We appreciate you guys coming in. No Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. Um, I remember graduating from high school and then going to college like months later. You just finished high school and you're going to be down in Lincoln in a few days? Yeah. Man. What's that turnaround feel like for you? Um, it's quick, but... Um it's kind of been like that with me my whole life, um, doing summer track, which ends in like June, and then turn around to um, starting um, summer football or mm-hmm. going to football camps. I'm usually usually take like a week off, yeah, and then um, just to get my mind right, my body healed, and then get right back to it. Wow. So what what is it like uh, the transition so quick? Why are you going down there so early? Is it because you about to do school and workouts or? What, what what is it? Or you just want to get down there early? It's uh the the football team is um they have us come down early to start off like because the season's about to start so we got to get down there and yeah learn to play. Everybody has to go down there. All Camp starts time. June third. June Dang. fifth, I think. June fifth. Yeah. Man, okay, you didn't even you get a chance to walk across the stage, really. Yeah, I I, I just graduated um two days ago. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. What's what's the feeling like for you, Mom? For Dahlia? what is? Look what at is, you, I looking mean, so proud. I know you're obviously <laughs> proud, but him going away. What, what's that feeling like? Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely proud. I will say that I initially thought that he wouldn't leave until like mid June. Sure. So this May early start date got me a little twisted, and I you didn't even get a chance <laughs> to say my baby. Right. Look at you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. I got a lot of questions about did you cry? Did you cry at graduation? I'm like I don't. I didn't Can't have time. Chat. I gotta, yeah. you know, yeah. gotta get him packed. Gotta get him ready to go. But yeah, it's exciting. I'm I'm yeah. excited for him and ready to see him do some big things. So. Yeah. For, what's your mindset, bro? Like, um. When I say that, I mean in the sense like, all right, we know you're about to go to college and play football. You're trying to start. You're just trying to be <laughs> on the team. What you like? What, what What's your mindset going in to play football? Um, obviously, everybody's gonna want to get on the field and get some play time. So I just got to go in there and like, like everybody, everybody's at the next level now. So you got like, yeah. you can't just be like, oh, this this freshman that's just coming in here to 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 join the team. You got to you got to stick out. You got to I got to get in the weight room. I got to. I got to learn the plays quick. I got to execute the plays good. I got to stick out to all the coaches. Right. For people who don't know, you're, you're a national level long jump, triple jump guy. And you've been that way. Not to talk bad about the old staff, but they thought of you as just a track guy. Right. Um, you're not just a track guy who plays football. You're a football player and a track guy. Right. right. You're an athlete. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of talk about that, uh, how Matt Rule kind of, because he loves track guys, how they allow you to balance to do both of them. Um. Um, he he had um he had done that at Baylor, mm-hmm. and um it it really started with my offer from Texas Tech. Um, one of the coaches from Texas Tech had um contacted Matt Rule, mm-hmm. told him that he should offer me because 
they watch my film and they believe that I can be a, a great Division One player. And um, it's it's been that's that's really how it got started. Um, they love speed and they think that they can develop speed. Well, I know they can develop speed. I seen what they did at Baylor. Yeah. So I'm excited to. Who your roommate when you get down there? Um, I I don't know for sure, but oh yeah, he like fresh. You like. Hit the stage, graduate, you know nothing. You just showing up, huh? We yeah. still trying to open up emails. Right. <laughs> you still getting offers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> also, for, for people who don't know, Dahlia Ingram at the time, mm-hmm. amazing athlete down at the uh, University of Nebraska. Are you 11-time or 9-time All-American? 9-time. 9-time, I give you too many All-Americans. That's um, crazy. How old was he when you first put him on the track? I know it was like six months, but how old was he <laughs> when you first put him on the track? Uh, he His first official track meet was uh, Cornhusker, Cornhusker State, State Games. Games. Yeah. He was three years old. He was old. three years Ooh. old. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know you can get in there at three. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny because he, you know, he lined up and everybody's all taller than him. And, and yeah. he had been watching for a while. Um, and he was really afraid of the gun. Yeah. So when, oh, I, yeah. when I he tried to like, get, yeah. to oh. flinch. Don't flinch. <laughs> when I tried to get him in those blocks, oh, no. Yeah. He, oh, was, he was not having yeah. it. So there's a, there's a you picture. That? No. <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture that... Uh, that that was on uh, KETV where I'm I'm kneeling down next to him and he's turned away from the starting line because he was about to go the other direction <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm I'm trying to talk him into doing it so he eventually did it yeah. he got clapped in yeah <laughs> which is a track joke yeah. sure you don't want to get clapped in I mean mm-hmm. you're slow no I know oh, I know I know I how know. did you how quickly did you know though that he had he had talent um pretty pretty quickly I mean he uh would kid you not people talk about this all the time he would throw the football to himself he was the announcer he mm. was the quarterback he was the receiver um, he, mm. like I mean, Bugs Bunny playing all the positions yes he really um just since he could walk was mm-hmm. just all about sports um in the child care he was out on the on um in the playground racing everyone he just he's just all where you go to daycare at he went to child care. Child, child care. <laughs> At Child Saving Institute. CSI. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what's yeah. up. My yeah. kids went. She was the director of See? the program. Yeah. Got to plug something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I, I will tell anybody <laughs> out there that the reason why both my kids are honor roll kids, the reason why they are yeah. academic like they were, because of the head start they got at Dang. TSI. There's no yeah. doubt. I, I mean, yeah. look at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 My Another son, he about, he about to go too. Yeah. <laughs> best him over there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. tell me this. Um, as a mom, I mean, I got a son myself. He's four. Mm-hmm. Um, like, with all the accolades you got, we haven't even dove into you. Yeah. But once he was born, did you feel like I want him to – run track or I want him to be great at sports or were you that mom that's like kind of whatever he wants to be he can be <laughs> yeah. did this just happen or no it, it, or, it really it really just happened I didn't I didn't push anything I just kind of went where he went right? mm. what he was interested in mm. um, I, I have an older daughter too okay who also ran track she um, played a little basketball so um, sports was just part of our part of our DNA. Sure. Um, and so it wasn't anything that I ever had to force on him. Yeah. It was just something that he wanted to do. And I just followed it. And he, you know, he played baseball, basketball, football, track. Like he did it. He did it all. And right. we supported him in whatever decision he wanted to, right. to make yeah. at the time. Talking about you being little, I mentioned you before we started, I was at Tristan Alvano's graduation party and a picture of you guys he a cool dude, playing bro. basketball he together. Cool. Um, <laughs> what kind of relationship do you, do you still hang with Tristan? Yeah. You guys are still cool? Sure. Did um, you get an invite to his graduation party? I did, but I was asleep, so I didn't, oh, 
body. Oh, the thing was four hours long, dude. It was one to five. You was like yeah. the whole time I was playing. <laughs> no, but it's, it's kind of cool what you guys have had, obviously, that relationship that long. Yeah. Um, any of the other guys? So there's five wide receivers coming in. Um, obviously, Malachi's a local guy that's in there. Any relationship with, with those guys who are coming in with your class? I talked to Malachi. I haven't been in communication with, like, um, Jaden Doss mm-hmm. or any uh, of the other ones yet, but I'm sure once we get down there, We'll, we'll we'll talk a lot. So, yeah. speaking of high school, man, let's talk about Central. Right. You know, that's where he went to school, by the way. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got a few little, you know, stats there too myself. That's that's my pride, and my joy. They won three times state champions in basketball, oh, okay. consecutive years. Right. In case you didn't, he's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame yet, though. Not yet. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my um, the thing about Central, I want to know is when you were when you were there. Um, did you feel like the whole time that you was like, I got to get up out of here if I want to be successful? I mean, or like, how'd you get to the point to you say, I got to go to West side. Like, how did that happen? I mean, Uh, you, I remember watching, you had like one, I just kind of feel like you had a hundred yard game on one catch or something. Like you were (laughs) phenomenal, bro. And you know, but like, how did it end up? Like, how was your experience at central and what made you want to leave? Um, I would say my experience as a whole was it was really good. Um, foot, football was was decent, but track yeah. track was like always. It was I, I won a state championship as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And junior year we got runner up, and senior year was we was expected to go and win state. Yeah. But then it was just that in football, like I wouldn't I wouldn't be touching the ball to like the second half. So I'm like I can't I can't just keep getting like two touches a game. Right. When I know I can go somewhere else and they'll give me the ball or sure. I can just I can show a little bit more of what I can do. Do you feel like it was a thing where it was like you know how in boxing they say styles make fights? Do you think it was just the type of offense they had sure. or you think it was more political? Uh, I think it was the type of offense we had like we love to run right up the middle like I think with they we always call ourselves um I back high. So oh, yeah, sure. They, we, we just yeah, we that is true. Yeah, we couldn't get out of that that I back high phase and right realized that we had talent on the outside on the skill positions for well, sure. From Gail Sayers through Amon Green, they yeah. had some pretty good I backs there. Right, bad at Ron, all. Ronnell Grigsby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good one. So I was not a Hall of Famer, yeah. um, but that was pretty. Good. <laughs> it's pretty good too. <laughs> My God, um, <laughs> funny. <laughs> what's your uh, feeling nostalgia wise of him going to Nebraska? Because you had so yeah, that's many crazy. memories there. What's that like for you? Um, it's exciting um, to be able to see him. Uh, con- what's the word I'm looking for? Compete yeah. <laughs> on the same runway that I competed on, yeah. like the same exact runway that, that is I competed what, on. That's crazy. Is is crazy? And it, there's been so many times that um, I've taken him up to the indoor facility to point out my name. Yeah, like yeah. before it's the sh- point yeah. where you at now. Where yeah, yeah, to to do that. And yeah. so it's just um, I is indescribable. Well, who 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 your role models growing up? Um, your mom. Say her first. Mom. Not, no, <laughs> we we get that legend. <laughs> I'm like, let me go her ahead first, for you. and then you go wherever you want. Legend, after that. Yeah. and not respectfully, because like mom is mom, right? But like she like super mom with the with the accolades. So I feel you. Yeah. But aside from mom, right? Who else like was your inspirations for you to be who you are today? Um. For track and football? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Football first was um, D'Anthony Thomas for sure. Okay. okay. That's sure. why That's why Oregon. I wore the number six 
That's what I um Yeah. And then track, uh it was definitely Christian Taylor. Okay. I watched him growing up and then I, I had text him one day and he texted me back and I just like Wow. You, do you think he's gonna hit you back? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. So that That's was, awesome. That was a special moment for me. Where do you yeah. get your confidence from? Because I've I've watched you in other interviews, I've read interviews you've done in a newspaper, it's obvious that you're both confident off and on the track and in the field. What well, where'd you get that from, you think? Uh, I definitely say that's from my mom. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if you don't believe in yourself, then who will? So right. you just got to carry yourself like that all the time. Yeah, you look like the type of person, um, I get this vibe from you that, like, you you recognize your contemporaries, but you wager about yourself. Mm. It's like you're not worried about them more than you worry about your own. You know, you, that's, the, that's the Michael Jordan mentality, man. Right. You know, so I, I can old school. Your mom put that in you. <laughs> you know, so no, that's big. I can I can see that. It's well, funny that you talk about MJ because that's that's how we approached state this year. Man, we had an MJ mindset this year. Who so. to go? Who to go? LeBron. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, you right. knew that. You knew that. You knew he was gonna say that. He no. just turned seventeen years old. Uh, no, I mean yeah. he wasn't even alive when MJ was playing. Did you watch? Did you watch the Last Dance though? I mean, I did. That, that's kind of yeah. Pretty. I, I'll pretty say cool. this. Let me did, say. Did you watch this Air yet? Nah, we're yeah. supposed to watch we got, that. Yeah, okay, so right, right. some so for people, I look, it's not even this is just my perspective speaking on behalf of people who like think Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. My opinion. It's not about eras. It's about when it comes to like how dominant somebody was for so long amongst the other stars in the league and how how I, I'm going to go another route with you. He won three. You went and played baseball. <laughs> for two years. <laughs> came back, and he won three. Right. Yeah. You know, like, you got that in you, you know? Yeah. And, like, his dominance. You know he got the highest career average ever in NBA history. There's so many things about Michael. But, like. He never was in a game seven the, in the finals. They never had to right. play a game and, seven. And, and so I, I think uh, it's, for me, I guess I'll leave it at this with you. Like. His competitive edge and how dominant he was towards his contemporaries yeah. is what makes him essentially assumed to be the greatest to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. You know? Like imagine and if LeBron's good too. Yeah, imagine if Michael Jordan was <laughs> LeBron's size. Right. You know? Yeah. Like you got that in you, bro. It's, yeah, it'd be. Yeah, for sure. But I can respect that. You grew can, up in the LeBron era. Can yeah. you break down yeah. what what do you yes. call him? I, I you can. call him a Legault. 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 Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. La Sweet. Yeah. 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 No, I'm playing. I'm playing. If I help it. I, listen, like, I'm not hating on LeBron. I just think it's funny to compare, you yeah. know, to go to He bed. says he's not hating on him. He don't no. even have him, too. No, I don't. He don't even have LeBron, too. No. You got Magic, too? No, I got Kareem, too. Kareem, too. Yeah. Which is, Kareem's. He's a bad boy. Yeah. The yeah. most unstoppable force yeah. in the history. Well, Will Chamberlain, but the second most yeah. unstoppable force in the history of basketball yeah. is Kareem Abdul Jabbar Skyhook. Yeah. It just, wow. He could score 30 on you just yeah. like that. But that's that's a whole other story. A different time. A uh, different time, exactly. Yeah. What kind of parent are you in the stands? Loud. Really? Sound like my mom, man. My, my boy was watching, he was watching some of his videos, and he goes, Do you hear that in the background? I was like, He's like, I said, What is that? He goes, That's my mom. I was like, hey, Oh my goodness. No matter how many people at the state title game, you know that screen. You know your mom. Yeah, I'm, so I'm with are you. you. Are you active? Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm loud. Yeah. I, pa- I pace because I get really nervous. Yeah, yeah. you're an athlete. Yeah. 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 I, and, I, and, win, I, yeah. and because I did the events that he does, mm. I can, I can feel, feel it. it. 
I can I can feel when he's on the runway. Mm. I can feel when he's in the air. I know what it's like. And so Dang. I get really, really nervous and I get really, really loud. And I can get a little competitive. So mm. uh, <laughs> let's kind of talk about that state championship game. Uh, you know, some of the things that he's done is like seem like out of body experience, right? Mm. Like for you as his mom, like I know you know what he's capable of, but has he done anything to surprise you yet? Like I didn't know he was like that. Like, yeah, you know, kind of talk about one of those moments where you feel like he done something on the field or on the track where you felt like, man, that's a something that I didn't even expect to happen. Yeah, not so much in track because, um, you know, pedigree. But yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but but I will say in football. Oh yeah. Um, I you know I watched him at Central and I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a football fanatic right sure. I I follow football because of Jalen yeah right. um but I watched him at Central and like he mentioned earlier like he didn't get a lot of touches and so t- for me I equated that to okay so maybe he I you know yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right. I, I feel you yeah yeah um, but then when I when I watched him at Westside. And the things that he was doing with the ball and to opponents, yeah. um, that's that's when I was amazed at him as a as a football player. Yeah. What was it like on the sideline? Tristan's going to kick a fifth field goal. Obviously, it's for all the money, right? Mm-hmm. And the title. What was what was that like for you on the sideline? Uh, what were you doing? Were you, were you praying or you standing? What were you doing? <laughs> our our sideline actually knew he was going to make it. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew. Oh, no, it. Yeah, I knew yeah. he was going to make it. Yeah. I knew yeah. he was going to make it too. But still, I mean, like I I, w- I don't really get that nervous, um, so. Really, I'm just telling my teammates around like, what are y'all freaking about? He, he, <laughs> yeah. He's about to make it. Yeah, right. And we got this thing that we do like called, um, well, I, well, it's about like just being positive. Mm-hmm. Us being positive is going to attract his positivity. Oh yeah, 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 we, yeah. yeah. Going to make the kids like so. speaking to existence. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah, sure. How what kind of coach is Coach Lamanji? And uh, it, was it was his first year last year? Mm, this so is, you, yeah. you walked in as a new kid on the team with a brand new coach. Right. What, what was that like? Uh, Lamanji is like strictly business. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Youngstown, baby. Youngstown, yeah. Ohio. When he it's says, rubbing off. When he says, um, <laughs> About that action. Um, effort and toughness, that's like exactly what he means. He wants mm-hmm. like almost perfection out of us every time. Like um in practice, if we don't we could we, we could like have a great play. But if one tiny thing's go wrong, we have to run it again. Like sure. mm. that's I like that about him. Like he he's not just gonna settle for being good. He wants to be great every time. Sound like Michael Jordan sounds to me. Like, sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like Coach Rule. Yeah. Yeah. And what he does in practice too. So, so what 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 do you do like to be elite? Like some people just got it. Like LeBron is one of them. I feel like if he didn't put in, in as much work, he'd probably still be that nice. Mm-hmm. Right? But for you, like one, is it more talent than skill? And then when it comes to scale, how much extra work do you do outside of the requirements right. to be who you are today? Um, I actually, I'd put a, a lot of work just going from one sport immediately to the next sport. I think um, I work oh, yeah. really hard. I think I would say I work a lot harder than most people. Just yeah. being able to stay in shape, stay healthy. Um, having a, Actually, I'd never, going into high school, I'd never played receiver. So then we had COVID year. I'd never got to play receiver. So going into my my um sophomore junior year yeah. i had to i had to actually learn how to like run routes mm. do releases dang so, so you just did that 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 uh work by yourself at um just in the field or what uh, i had um i had coach um abdul muhammad he played oh nice that's my guy yeah, sure yeah, yeah. that's my I worked, guy I worked with him good. um a lot during the covid like almost every single day mm-hmm. we would just go up to like nathan hill or the yeah. boys and girls club just to get some work in and then going to West Side, we had um, Coach Rice, Tyler Rice. Yep. 
amazing coach. Um, he taught me a lot of releases this year, um, how to um, work on my routes. Then I went down to um, a camp with Coach Dub, mm-hmm. Ravens receiver coach. Oh yeah, I think that 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 helped me a lot as well. Dang, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Man. So that's what cool. about? Um, my, it's almost. I'm just so amazed, bro. I almost <laughs> forgot Real what quick, I was what do, you, to what do you? What do you weigh? One sixty five. Right. What do they want you to weigh? Uh, I haven't talked to them about that. I'm probably probably going to be like one seventy, one seventy five when I okay. get up there. Yeah. What I was going to ask was like when I when I see you, I think of like uh, Dante Smith, you know. But like Devontae who, Smith, Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, who, thin, yeah. who on a pro level are you? Do you model your game after, or who 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 do you see yourself? Compared to right now on the highest level in the NFL, uh, I watch a lot of a lot of receivers my size. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say like Jahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We kind of the same height, same weight. Um, I think I, I played more similar to like a Jamison Williams, fast type of guy. Get out of breaks quick. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you can, if you can get drafted anywhere, dream dream team. Where would you want to go? Uh, you have a favorite NFL team because most kids your age, I've learned they don't. <laughs> they don't. don't. Yeah, they right. don't. They play. They play somebody on Madden, but they yeah. don't care who. Yeah, it is. right. <laughs> I don't have like a team I would want to play for, but like a person I would want to play with is like either Marvin Harrison Jr. or Justin Jefferson. Nice. Yeah, mm. my two favorite receivers. So, right now. so you empty nester now? Yeah. Wow. Kinda. What's that? What's that, gonna, what's that going to? What's that going to be like? I don't, I don't know. I so our daughter is back home. Oh, okay. She goes to UNO, but mm-hmm. she's um, living at home. But I think she'll be moving out, out soon. Too. Okay, you hope. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Last thing, because this is important. The nails. Let's let's see. Oh, let's, no. Come let's on, see man. Your na- let's not, see your, let me see. They, they look. They fire. Is what the kids say they fire. They, they look fire to me. Yeah. They yeah. 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 Like, I need a feel. I, you, I need, I need a about feel. Yourself or did you, you go to a place? I go to a place. Okay. Down the street from my house. So. Nice. Yes. Right. Do they do they uh, supply like uh, a martini with it or, or no? No. 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 Have you done that? Have you gone to the ones that have the? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys live it up. I'm I just like talking about Crisco's <laughs> and I'm like, she when, when you hit four the weed, hours man, to get your mom. nails done. Oh, real, real oh we had a drink yeah. and we did sit around and we got our feet. Now I'm like, okay. A little massage. Sounds here. awesome. <laughs> hey, I got great. one more question. Yeah, for yeah. You. Go ahead. It's great. Are you looking forward to the? Because um, we talk about this a lot with football. Are you looking forward to the Colorado matchup? Yes. Kind of talk about like. More oh. than the Minnesota matchup? Yes. Okay, yeah. all right. I've been trying to tell them, man. Um, <laughs> now, and I understand, like, it's it's not just about the team, but I just want to know, what's your perspective on Coach Prime? Like, as a as a black man, as a coach, as a leader, even though you didn't go to Colorado, like, man. what does that do? What does he do to you? When you see him, think of him, what comes to mind? Um, it's like, it's it's inspirational. Like, we need we need more black head coaches out there. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, willing to, willing to, Leave a HBCU and go to a D one to rebuild a program that's it's kind of big. People people um, kind of like tarnished them for it a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it's it's um it's a, just a way to get yourself out there a little bit more. Like yeah. the HBCU was good, but now you're at Colorado. You you got a bigger name for yourself, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see him beat Nebraska, but I want to see him successful. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to yeah. see him actually. We all do for yeah, sure. We all cheer. Well, look, we really appreciate yeah, y'all. No doubt. I told you we at the crib, man. Just chop it up. Dahlia Lloyd's son, Jalen, as well. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks for your time. Good luck to you, Thank Nebraska. You. We'll see you in Lincoln. Thank you. Thank you. All right, welcome back to the Let It Fly Show. Now we're talking to the newest Husker commit, <laughs> Bellevue West quarterback Daniel Caitlin, joining us here on the Let It Fly Show. We we appreciate you taking the time and coming in, man. 
Yep, for sure. Uh, when you guys reached out, um, you know, I've seen the show on social media and wanted to get on for sure. Yeah. Nice. How, how's the last 10 days been for you, man? I mean, Rayola thing happens. Yeah. You decommit from Missouri. Commit to the, that happened, felt like it happened overnight. It was overnight. a business move, bro. Yeah. I mean, it did, it did happen really quick. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild couple, couple days, but, um, you know, it definitely feels good to have it all out of the way. Um, and I feel like I definitely made the right decision. So, yeah. so I remember when you recruit, uh, when you uh, committed to Missouri, mm-hmm. uh, a big reason why you committed was the head coach. Also, uh, just opportunity out there. Um, what about Nebraska was, aside from the fact of coming back home, what was more appealing about um, Nebraska uh, in, comparison, in comparison to Missouri to want to leave? Yeah, you know, like you said, a big piece was obviously, you know, being able to stay home. But yeah. um, I think even if you just go back before I committed to Mizzou and, and when Coach Rule first got there, um, you know, I made two trips down there and, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was getting a really good connection with them. Um, you know, just as far as the offense goes, I feel like I'm definitely a really good fit, um, especially, you know, watching Pro film style, with Coach. right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I watched a lot of film of South Carolina with Coach Sat. Sure. Um, you know, Spencer, I think, is someone you can kind of compare to my Spencer game Riley. as far as, you know, pro yeah. style quarterback, stuff like that. Um, so it's just as far as the offense, I feel like it's it's really going to be a perfect fit. Um, yeah. You know, Coach Rule has come out and said, you know, they're, they're definitely going to be heavy. You know, they want to establish the run um, and use the run to complement the pass game through yeah. play action and stuff like that. Um, and then I think just, you know, being able, like you said, being able to stay home, playing the Big Ten, there's For more sure. teams coming to the Big Ten. I feel like, um, you know, the SEC and Big Ten are probably going to be the two biggest. So I think that's just going to be a good conference for me to be in. Um, so I think those are some of the big things. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was, I, that, yeah, just, what was that phone call like, though? Yeah. Because uh, you were committed one? to one to Missouri to, to tell them that you want to come. <laughs> wasn't easy. Um, yeah. You talked to Coach Drinkowitz? Is that who you talked to? Who yeah, talk I, to? I called Coach Drink and Coach mm-hmm. Moore. Um, you know, those phone calls are never easy to have. But, um, you know, I think – the more you get comfortable with those type of phone calls, the better type of person you can be. Um, you know, obviously I had a really good connection with those guys. Um, but I think, you know, like I said, it was the right decision for me. Um, so to get it over with, you know, felt good. So mm-hmm. kind of thinking about um, um, the two different schools or whatever. So what was the circumstance going to be like for you at Missouri? Like, this, even though you left, like, what was that circumstance versus the situation at Nebraska? Like, sometimes people will leave places even though it's like, I'm not going to say worse, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to, like, uh, depth chart and all that type yeah. of stuff. But, like, kind of compare, like, the situations. Uh, what it would have been like at Missouri. Yeah. yeah. What, what would it have been like at Missouri for you? Yeah, and I think, you know, these days it's kind of tough, especially with the transfer portal, to oh, kind of yeah. project that stuff. But um, as far as Missouri goes, you know, they brought in a 23, um, who was a pretty highly rated guy. They just got Jake Garcia, who was a transfer portal guy yeah. from Miami, who I presume will probably be the starter, um, just because the guy from last year, who's still on the roster, is going to be out. Um just because he had a shoulder injury from last season. Yeah. And then as far as Nebraska goes, um, you know, there's some guys that are kind of dabbling in the transfer portal. They could end up coming back. Um, obviously didn't take a 23, which is kind of appealing um, as far as my situation, knowing that there's not a guy in front of me. Um, but like I said, you know, it's kind of hard to project some of that stuff. And I know sure. wherever I'm going to go, I'm going to have to come in and compete and earn yeah. Earn everything, especially at that type of level. I mean, there's nothing, nothing, bro. in front of you because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously yeah. Sims has got two years, but I he's left yeah. too. Legitimately, <laughs> he's legitimately a senior. Harburg's got three years, but again, he's been there three years. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the freshman list. There's nothing in the sophomore mm-hmm. list. It, it seems like it is a really good opportunity for you down the road here at Nebraska with the way it's set up, a depth chart wise. Yeah, the way it is right now, it's it's definitely appealing. Like you said, mm-hmm. not having a not taking a 23, and then with um. Richard Torres, who I've I met last summer through with a little bit, obviously he's in the portal right now. Doesn't yeah. for sure know what he's going to do, but um, but yeah, it's definitely definitely appealing right now. Interesting that the way that works. Um, so 
Let's talk a little bit about when you had a chance to work out for Nebraska mm-hmm. and show them what you had. Yep. Talk about your workout and what were some of the things you did that they really liked. Yeah, so, um, you know, me and Coach Huffman kind of have a really good routine down because we've had a lot of schools come in sure. over the last two years. So, um, you know, I, I, right now the rules are I can't actually talk to them in person when they come to the school, but um, we also had a lot of guys out with track, Davon, Isaiah. Um, Man, the good receivers. Few, yeah, so some dudes were out at track, <laughs> yeah. so we had some, some DBs, you know, um, come out of retirement from offense and play some receivers too. But um, you, you hurt know, some really, people, didn't you? Yeah. yeah oh you yeah. There were a few people. balls in, <laughs> yeah. in the face. Yeah. Right. Start, out, start with a quick game with some slants. Hit a few guys in the face. I'll be honest. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what we usually do is just kind of go through the route tree. Um, and especially sometimes, depending on what college is there, we'll have more quarterbacks. But it was just me. Um, so you know, I felt I felt good. I threw well. Um, you know. Ended up, there's another drill we kind of do where I'll roll out. Um, we'll put, Huffman will kind of put all the receivers out. He'll call a name while I'm rolling out, and I kind of have to, you know, react and, and throw the ball. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was just kind of a, you know, normal throwing session, just just so Coach Sat, um, you know, could see me throw live, and yeah. it was good for, for him to see me. So. Yeah, the eye test nice. is different. Mm-hmm, for you sure. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what's up. What, so speaking of, like, uh, Isaiah and guys like that, I know you're trying to get yeah. him to come to the team, for sure, right? For sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've already reached out um, – for sure to those guys, I see them every yeah. day at school, um, yeah. you know, just trying to, you know, paint that picture of what it could look like with us being there, you know, yeah. kind of continue what we're doing in high school at Nebraska, um, but also some other in-state guys. Um, I'm, I'm pretty close to Carter Nelson, okay. so I've already okay. been hitting him up. I know Caleb Pryfrom pretty well, been hitting mm-hmm. him up. Uh, you know, my guy Caleb Benning at Westside, for Much, sure, yeah, had to hit yeah. him up. Um, so, you know, just, just making sure that. Um, I've already been in contact with a lot of out-of-state guys, but yeah. but the in-state guys is what's important. Um, yeah, for you know, sure. We've, we've let definitely way too many of those guys, you know, leave leave this state. So I think mm-hmm. um, keeping as many of those guys home um, will yeah. be, you know, a good starting point as far as recruiting and, and getting things rolling in Lincoln. Daniel Kaelin joining Kaelin joining us here. Um, so there's always a like a way to earn your position. And mm-hmm. A lot of guys aren't earning their position now, but you did. You you were backup. Mm-hmm. You earned it to become the starter. What did that teach you, you think, having yeah. that process? Yeah, and, and I appreciate Coach Huffman because um, I feel like he's taught me a lot of lessons as far as that. You know, he made me earn every single rep that I've gotten mm-hmm. um, over my time at Bellevue West. You know, I came in as a freshman, played JV, got a few, you know, cleanup time minutes um, towards the end of some of the games. And then sophomore year, you know, the very last week of freshman year, got two offers, and obviously that kind of builds some hype coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Coach Huffman, you know, he's had enough guys. He don't care about offers. You, know, no, you got to come in and earn for it. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and ended up rotating the first couple of games with Luke Johansson, who's, yeah. who's a dude. Um, and then ended up, he ended up, you know, fully winning the winning the job the rest of the year. Um, that ended up losing losing in the playoffs to, to Westside. And then so the year after that, I knew, um, you know, it was going to be my year. Um, you know, there weren't any other guys in the, in the QB room because Luke was leaving. So mm-hmm. I think – and especially if you turn on the tape, you can just see, you know, the work that I put in over the off season as far as just getting bigger, faster, stronger, um, developing really every avenue of my game. But, yeah. but like I said, you know, it, it taught me a lot of lessons of, you know, being patient, but also like I have to earn everything. Um, you know, nothing's just going to be given to me, especially, right. you know, the higher levels of football right. that I play. So I think, right. I think it taught me a lot. Who are some of the inspirations for you that like um, you model after in the pros right now, like to emulate your game after, or do you just feel like you kind of, in your own bag, trying to figure out your own way. Yeah, you know, I would say everyone kind of has their own style of play, but um, the guy I kind of like watching the most right now is Joe Burrow. Um, mm. I, I, like, I was thinking that when you walked yeah, in, I said, yeah. this dude remind me of Joe Burrow. Yeah, yep. and I, I don't know if you <laughs> guys know, uh, uh, Coach Keith Williams, receiver coach with yeah. the Ravens now, he, sure. he calls me Burrow all the time, so that's oh, kind of really? where some of that comes from. But, um, yeah, I love Joe Burrow. I love watching his game. And I think 
as good a, and as accurate and good of a football player he is, you know, just kind of the way he carries himself, he leads others. Um, you know, he's got that mox, he's got that yeah, swag on the sure. field. Yeah, you gotta some, have that swag. Some call it cocky. It, it's, it's swag, just, but it's I love him. it though. You gotta it's have swag, some you gotta of that. Have you gotta that. have yeah. some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think the, uh, as far as a pro guy, that's why that's why I think of the model. Okay, Coach Huffman always talks about how smart you are. Mm -hmm. So when you're using that big brain, what's more valuable to you, uh, pregame scout? being able to read the field before play or watching the tape afterwards, figuring out what you did right, what you did wrong. Where do you think you used that the most? That's tough. Um, I would say, like, more important as far as, like, game planning, just mm -hmm. pregame. Like, the more you pregame as yeah. far as, like, you know, watching film um, of a team, you know, getting as much film as possible, whether it's watching third down looks, um, you know, kind of like their favorite calls, different rotations. The more you kind of know that, yeah. And when you're in the game, you can kind of see that unfolding in front of your eyes. The slower the game, you know, becomes for you, and the more comfortable you are out there. So I'd say more important is is you know, watching film during the week and, and preparing yourself as much as possible, just so you know, that kind of helps you feel more confident, um, you know, in the game, slowing the game down. But sure. Um, it's definitely important to watch, you know, learn from your mistakes um, as far as after the game as well, too. But, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of the game, um, obviously we know the history of Nebraska football mm -hmm. and how it's been every single year. Um, we were talking about swag, uh, cockiness, however you want to call it. Um, coming in young as a freshman, what type of energy do you – Is what's the, what's the energy like with the team? What's the sense of urgency like – uh, with the guys if you talk to to try to turn the program around and not just be a building program but try to win now yeah um I think the biggest parts of that that I've seen is just talking to the, the staff um yeah. you know coach rule and coach Satterfield I've, I've said this a lot um in some interviews but you know they're really competitive people um mm -hmm. and and I've said this before too you know they don't want to just come in and you know just slowly build this thing obviously it's gonna be year one you can't expect, you can't them expect to get to a national show no, no. but um they're going to win, I think, more games than people expect, um, and, and they're definitely planning on, you know, getting this thing rolling as quick as possible. Um, you know, I've talk, I was just done with Thomas Fedone before this. You know, I know Alex Bullock. I know a bunch of guys up there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and they, they say they love Coach Rule, the mm -hmm. culture and energy that he's bringing, you know. And like I said before about, you know, learning about nothing's, nothing's given, like they're working hard up there for sure. Um, and I think that's going to, you know, help build this thing quicker than people expect. What about your senior year? What are you doing during this off season? How are you going to get better as a senior? Yeah, you know, it's really, like I said, um, I made a lot of improvement, I feel like, from my sophomore to junior year. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm really trying to focus on really every every part of my game again. You know, I just want to get bigger, faster, stronger. Um, you know, I've already got, improved my 40 a lot as far as speed. Really? Um, what, what, what's the jump? I finally got under under five four nine. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. You're a legit eight. six three, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. about two oh five. Yep, somewhere in there. Yep. That's yeah. some of you're a big dot. kid to be yep. running there. Yep. That's big time though. And I, I think you know that's kind of more straight line speed, but I feel like the biggest parts I want to improve, and I feel like I I already have pretty well is you know my pocket movement, lateral speed, quick twitch type stuff, because I feel like that's more important, especially when you get to the upper levels. Um, you know, just buying that half second of time to get the ball mm -hmm. off. Um, so just getting like I said, bigger, faster, stronger. Obviously, throwing as much as I can with my own receivers. You know, building a, a stronger connection and timing with them um, so we can be more successful on the field. Um, but I think those are the biggest things for me. How many rushing touchdowns do you have? Because I know you had at least two I against two. Gretna. Those, no, only two total. That was two. Those Didn't you have me get two against Gretna? Just one. It was that one before the half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah cause, yeah, that was awesome. We didn't yeah. know. We didn't know. We're standing on the sideline and we're like, dude, clock is ticking. You guys need to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was fourth up, down. So yeah, I, knew, I, I knew we might as well just let it, right. yeah. it kind of run. Yeah. And so that's actually kind of like a – you kind of see the Chiefs where Kelsey will like – or. Mahomes will run and kind of toss it Tons, to Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I'm kind of reading the end, and if he comes out with me, I can toss it um, mm-hmm. to Caden Eckernack, who was our tight end last year. And then Isaiah McMorris is kind of just doing like a little shuffle, and I can pitch it out to him as well. Yeah. And I kind of saw them, and I knew like I haven't ran the ball like at all this right, year. Yeah. Like, they're not going to expect me to run it. And they tightened yeah. down, yeah. and it was like one yard. I just put my shoulder down and right. got the touchdown. But I remember that play um, – Greenwich Stadium was packed. And it, it was. was, wow. it was wow. That was awesome. Before yeah. I snapped yeah. it, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, right. That was, that's, that's the best game. I mean, for me, going to a game, and I know what you guys uh, ended until up Until the end, that was a really end. fun game. That was, that was, really that was game. one of yeah. the most competitive and crazy games I've been yeah. to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zane, Zane ended that game. That was a master class by him. Yeah, for he's a game. great yeah. quarterback. Yeah. I've been cheering for him every time he takes the field in Oklahoma State. Yep, I've been training with him since middle school. That's my guy for sure. Really? Now, when y'all were in middle school or whatever – was he then, like, did you see him being who he is now back then? He's always been just a really consistent thrower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, you know, he started his freshman year at Gretna, like, I yeah. kind of, like, we, everyone around, especially around Warren Academy, those guys that yeah, knew him, like, sure. we knew Steve he was going to be what he was. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just a really, really good kid, super hard worker, and they had a really good group at Gretna. That senior class was, they've been playing together since middle school yeah. um, through their feeder team. So that was just a really good group overall. But, yeah, Zane. Zane's been legit for a while, and yeah. I can't wait to see what he does in college. I was going to ask you about Warren Academy because so many kids so have many. gone through this yep. since you started. Yep. How, how much have they helped you get to where you are? Huge. Like, especially I, I, my, I was the only seventh grader when they started the seven-on-seven circuit. It was, really? It was my seven-on-seven. Seven, it was my seventh grade year when they started that seven-on-seven seven stuff, and I've been doing it ever since. Um, this, this year was my last year doing it. Um, and stuff like that's been huge, I feel like, as far as – one, just getting guys' names out there, um, and then just being able to keep compete in the off season. You know, there's schools like in California, Texas, where they can play outside all the time with that weather. So just having that, um, you know, that indoor facility where we can, um, you know, just practice year round, compete with each other, and just mm-hmm. especially for guys that aren't always multi sport athletes. Yeah. Um, I think you know Steve has, has done an amazing job with with Warren Academy and, and helping put put guys on as far as recruiting, but also just bring the overall talent um, yeah. around Omaha to a higher level. One okay. thing I noticed about Warren Academy is the graduates and alumni always come back and help. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, there's a lot of that for sure. I think that's huge too. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Shout out Steve Warren, man. Nah, yeah, no doubt my, about that. That's my yeah. guy. You guys, it's not long ago, but, Bell West hasn't won the title since 2019. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not that long ago. That's but in it the back feels, of your mind, It feels like I, a while I would, ago. I would say it's it's been too long just because everyone knows the talent that we've had. There's been a lot of teams that have come in, ranked number yeah. one. We haven't you know, gotten to where we want to be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I would, I would kind of say it's been a little too long. You think you have a, enough to get done this year? For sure. For sure. We have you know, pretty much the whole offense coming back. Yeah. Um, you know, last year <laughs> – I'm not going to say, you know, the line was shaky, but but a lot of inexperienced guys, yeah, you know, sure. we only had That's true. to end the year. We didn't have anyone over, you know, six foot. Um, but mm-hmm. those guys have, I'm telling you, worked their butts off this offseason. Yeah. All those, as far as lifting, you know, mm-hmm. running, like people aren't going to want to see them this year. They're yeah. going to be a lot better than people expect. Um, and also I was going to say four, three of our linemen at the end of the year were sophomores. Um, one freshman was rotating. We had one senior and one junior. So mm-hmm. it's a young group, and they're gonna all going to be coming back. Obviously, you know what we got with Davon, Isaiah. Yeah. A guy that doesn't get talked about enough, in my opinion, Ben Goodwater. Okay. Um, you know, a guy that gives everything, every play, and he's improved a lot this offseason too. Mm-hmm. He's picked up a couple of D2 offers. So, um, you know, we our offense is going to be firing um, again like it is last year. And then there's also a lot of guys, I think, um, that are going to kind of prove themselves on defense this year too. Um you know, we got Asher Jenkins, who I think I'm still surprised didn't have any offers. Um, Aiden Morris on D-line, Chris Lawson, a bunch of young guys, and Caprice Keith, who you guys mm-hmm. might know, yep. um, Arif Evans. So we're going to be a fun team. Um, obviously, we've been working really hard this offseason. Like you said, I think we definitely have what it takes, you know, to get it done. Right, well. Yeah, I feel like West was like one of those teams where 
It's almost like the Lakers and the Nuggets. Like mm-hmm. I feel like West should be winning. Yeah, but you don't don't end up. Yep. I mean, Westside Westside was loaded, and mm-hmm. you know, and we know how good Gretna was the last couple yep. years. So it, maybe it's your turn. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and like I'll say with that, um, I think there's a lot more than just you know as far as like our team. I think there's more. Some of the stuff, as far as like on the mental side, we we finished every half with the lead um, yeah. this season, and it's, so it's more yeah, and that that always hurts. That's why I said the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So I think there's <laughs> there's part of it where you know you know kind of just as far as like our offense mentality, you know, we got to kind of you know, Coach Huffman likes to take shots, so it's kind of like our identity, you know, to push the ball. And so sure. I think something this year we got to improve on is kind of learning, you know, how to how to play when we're with the lead. We, I don't think we really should try to you know run the clock out. I feel like we got to you know kind of keep our um, you know, our true offense mentality and just keep, you know, yeah, you know, just trying play. to push the ball, just yeah. play. Just yeah, don't think about gas, it too man. much. And yeah, yeah no doubt. That's something yeah. we got to do. Don't play to uh, not lose. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I always think, say, put your foot in the gas all the way to their throat. Yep. yep. Just yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, congratulations on your decision. And yeah, we man, appreciate we'll it, man. Yep. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yep. For sure. All right. Welcome back. Wrapping up this episode of Let It Fly Show. So, Big Ten baseball tournaments happening yep. downtown in Omaha. It's always a big event around here. That's a big deal, bro. We're taping on Tuesday. Nebraska plays tomorrow. As of so far today, uh, Iowa beat up on uh, Michigan thirteen to three, and Indiana squeezed by Illinois four to three. They had like other game tonight, and then you have Nebraska playing on Wednesday. They play the winner of the number one seed Maryland and Michigan State. So that'll be on Thursday. Um, it is a big deal down there for right. a lot of people. Brings a little money to the city, too. And you know, Have you, have you have ever thought about if the hometown team went to the College World Series? It's happened. I mean, I so in 2005, um, I was working at Channel 7 at the time, and Nebraska made the College World Series for the second time. And they had to do this lottery. Okay. There's about... 200, it's about 2,000 tickets that they hold aside so you could upgrade from having a GA to having a reserve, and they okay. keep those. And they had to do a lottery because there were thousands of people out there Dang. trying to get those reserve seats to watch Nebraska play. Wow. And so they went out there, and they had these little tickets, and you had to get a line, and it was it was hard to do. They got it done. Um, but, yeah, N- Nebraska making it. And I, I wasn't around when Creighton made it in 91, but I was around in 05 when Nebraska made it. That was yeah. pretty cool. Is there um – and, and it's not that, I, like, I watch baseball way less or more, mm-hmm. but, like, NIL should be popping in baseball, too. Yeah, I mean, and they yeah. need it more. Yeah. This is a, you're talking about yeah, these kids sure. are paying. Yes. Because you only have a certain amount of scholarships. I think it's like 14.9 or 15.1 yeah. for everybody right. to be spread out. So those guys actually need yeah. it more. Right. So, yeah, we hope we hope they get that, and we hope Nebraska does very well at the Big sure. Ten Tournament. Does well enough. You know, hopefully wins it. They yeah. got the opportunity to do that, of course. Exactly. Maryland's really good. We talked about Iowa being very good, so the tough teams to get through. So enjoy that if you get a chance to go down to um to Charles Swab Field. Yeah. Chuck. Char- <laughs> I want to call it T D get to the Chuck. So right. uh thank you to Dahlia Lloyd and Jalen Lloyd that for coming cool. in. That was, that was cool. really fun. If you missed it, you want to check that out, of course. Uh Daniel Kalins joined us joined us as well. After he decommitted from Missouri. Joe, Joe Burrow. The Joe Burrow of Bellevue West yeah. as well. Uh, as always, we want to thank Pat Safford and Herd at Sports for putting this together. Our guy, Phil, who's not here. Phil McClain for booking guests as well. I think next week we're going to be talking to a couple of state championship coaches. That's the plan. I hope. Phil's not here. I've been waiting on this one. That's the plan. That's the hope. Cool. Uh, as of always, I'll remind you again, always a great time to give Omaha Steaks for a present. And June 16th is opening day for the Let It Fly Sports Bar in the Capital District. Take us away, Josh. Hey, look, we can't wait to see you with us June 16th. Oh, yeah. My name is Josh Jones. On behalf of my man, Michael Severe, you know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show.
Ahura Media Production.